I feel like we need a trigger warning for our podcast. Oh, we might need a trigger warning, maybe. To say, hi, my <laughs> name is Faith, and this is your trigger warning. Hello and welcome to the Holmes Politicast opinion segment. I'm Thomas. And I'm Jim. And we do not have Faith Ann here again because she's a slacker. Um, <coughs> you know, I know how we mean to her. Uh, she's not here to defend herself. Yeah, yeah. So she's not here. She needed, needed the day off. So I gave it to her being the extremely gracious person that I am. Oh, yes, yes. Yes, yes. so... We'll see how many times she has to bleep me out without being here. <laughs> Did you listen? Did you listen to last week's? No, you said you haven't yet, right? I haven't yet. No. Oh, yes, I got to the bleeps and I, I forgot for a second. Wait, what did I say that she had to bleep out? How, how many bleeps were there? Just one or a couple of them? There was four of them. There were four of them. Oh my yeah. goodness! Because she had to. I accidentally. Oops. I accidentally said her husband's name. Oh. Um, and then. She bleeped out another thing I said twice about Bernie Sanders. Mm. And then, oh, yeah, there was one at the end of your gay marriage article that she was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think I remember. <laughs> yeah. So. That's that funny, was, though. I can't wait to listen to it. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, it was a good time. All right. So let's just, uh, let's just jump right in to your haircutting article here because. Yeah. I think that touches on, you know, a lot on why I started this podcast. So exactly. First off, it is illegal to give somebody a haircut in Michigan without, you know, even if they don't pay. Like, what? How are you supposed to enforce that? Yeah, I I don't know how they would enforce that at all. I, because I mean, who's gonna who's gonna complain? You know, what I mean, like, not like they got ripped off. Yeah. You know, like if if. If I paid you and you cut my hair really bad, you might call the state. But like, this guy's practicing without a license and I paid him money. And, you know, but if, if I just like, hey, can you cut my hair and you do it bad? Like, okay, I won't ever ask you to do that again. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to call the state and be like, he cut my hair. Right. <laughs> you know, he cut my hair. You Arrest think, him. <laughs> you would think that this is something that the market can figure out. Like, yeah. if you're stupid enough to go to the same person that cut your hair poorly the first time... Yeah. Maybe you're the problem. Yeah, I, I I don't know why it got to the point where you have to have all these hours of training and all this. I mean, there are certain things that I would like to see people be licensed for. Like maybe being a doctor, like a surgeon, maybe an airplane pilot. But <laughs> the person who cuts my hair, I'm not as... Yeah. I, I don't really... It doesn't matter to me if they have 800 hours or... 80 hours of experience you know it's like if you cut it good that's all i really care about yeah you know i'm not i'm not too concerned um, that's that's how it should be and we like I, I feel like over the past i don't know 40 50 years michigan mm-hmm. has just been giving a lot of occupations over the state where oh you have to be state licensed to do almost everything now and it's ridiculous yeah michigan's getting really bad about that yeah it's like a nanny state kind of, you yeah. know, where everything has to be regulated. We have to make sure everyone's, you know, everyone's happy. Everyone's, you know, got, I don't know. I just don't understand it. Yeah. Um, That's why we have Google Review. Yeah. That's 
not the state's job to take care of us. We do not have a constitutional right to a good haircut. You know, that's true. Our founders did not create the government to make sure that your hair looks good. Yeah, yeah. You know, our, our ancestors did not fight and die and bleed in war to ensure that girls aren't given manicures without a license. I mean, come on. Hey, we got to make sure. We no, we can't have any of them young rapscallions actually yeah. making some money. And yeah, this is this is ridiculous. I know. Girls getting together, they start with the manicures. Next thing, it's Ouija boards. I know. And then they're goth. I know. And they're listening and they're to death metal. And, and it, you know, summoning our dark lord Satan. Yeah, it's just it, where does it end? Yeah. If you if you allow girls to have sleepovers and do manicures. I know. I it's, know, just, it's, horrible. it's just absolute anarchy. I'm glad we've got the state here to make sure that no little girls are giving manicures to anybody else. Mm-hmm. I swear. I, you know what? I don't know where I'm going with this. But yeah. I just think it's too ridiculous. But I'm glad that there are. And, and, and honestly, I'm, I'm not surprised, but it's that all Republicans have put forward bills to stop this Good. nonsense. Um, it doesn't surprise me because. Uh, Democrats are, by and large, more of the big government regulation um, taxing. You know, that'll bring a lot of income to the state. If, if these pass, they would say, we're losing revenue and things. Uh, so I'm glad to see it. Yeah, this is, this is just entirely a free market issue. Yeah. There's no reason for, you know, and what does it say here? That... The training hours in Michigan are several times more than the number required to become a home builder, an auto mechanic, or an emergency medical technician. Yeah. I mean, I would think that that is much more important than <laughs> getting your hair, your nails done right. You would think so. You know, um, you know, there would be more priority that they would have to have a lot of hours. Um, but no, no, actually, it's easier to get a medical technician license than it is to get a haircutting or that's awesome. Manicuring license. That's that awesome. makes me feel safe. Yeah. Go, you Michigan. Know. Can I? <laughs> I can't help you after you've been in a car wreck, but I can make your, ha- your nails look good. <laughs> yes. What I've been waiting for. Yeah. Yes. Make my hair- nails look good when I go to the hospital. Yep. Can't go to the afterlife with these nasty stubs. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my goodness. This is just nonsense. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> yeah. We'll have more to say about that. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be tracking this very assiduous, assidu- assiduously. That's the word. Oh, assiduously. Yes, we will. We'll have our nose to the ground, waiting for more information on this. It doesn't look like, like, you said it's a bill going to the House. Uh, the Senate. Senate. Okay. Oh, I, I guess it already went through the House because it says introduced House Bill five four three eight, but they're all senators. Okay. So I guess it already went through the House, and now it's going to the Senate. So. All right. We'll see if Gretchen Whitmer vetoes it and crushes all these little girls' dreams of giving manicures to each other. I think she will. I, I think she will. Yeah. I think she will. Yeah. Our governor is good at crushing dreams. <laughs> all right. So moving over to this, uh, this Medicaid work requirements uh, article. So we talked last week about the, how would you say, less than less than honest reporting uh, that came out of this, you know, last week. Uh, we looked at the headline and it was like something to the tune of 
100,000 people are going to lose their health care coverage. Oh, yes, yes. I'm and then just a little, you know, just like the first, I'm pretty sure it was the first, why can I not word? Paragraph. Mm. First paragraph of the article said that up to 100,000 people may lose their jobs for at least, or may lose their Medicaid for at least a month. So there was kind of a continuation of that article, not as dishonest as that article, um, trying to manipulate with the headline, but the, so a federal judge in Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C., basically decided that Michigan is not allowed to require things of people in order to give them charity. Mm. So this is one that really annoys me. Why is the federal government telling us how we should run our state? That peeves me every time I hear somebody, like last week I heard Bernie Sanders sounding off on, you know, our, uh, our transportation of oil. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think they should keep on bringing us, uh, bringing us to the courts until they get a different, you know, a different ruling. Because for us to put in lawmakers that are going to, re- you know, require these things, so it even says it requires it requires only able-bodied adults receiving Medicaid to do twenty hours per week of work or eighty hours per month. That's not a ton. That's like mm-hmm. half of what a normal, you know, job is. Yeah. I I just don't see anything in this that would require the federal government to step in and say, no, you're not allowed to do that. All right. Uh, Jim, do you have anything to, to add to this? No, I just, I agree with you. It doesn't, I don't understand how the federal government is making requirements of how a state can regulate how they allot their money. It just doesn't seem... I mean, yeah, I'm not really sure where they find the constitutional grounds to do that. So it might be over. It might be overturned if it if it goes to another court. This could so. just be one of those crazy courts, you know. That somebody every once in a while you find a crazy judge who yeah just puts an injunction on something because he personally doesn't like it. Yeah, and then but this says that the judge was going off of uh, really a previous. Oh. Yeah, it said based on a higher court's decision on similar requirements in other states. Hmm. So this is something that they've been striking down state by yeah. state. I'd have to research it. I don't really know what, what they'd be basing that on. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, but yeah, it doesn't sound very constitutional. No, that's not actually what the courts are there for. Like, right. They're there to make sure that the government is not taking away somebody's rights. Mm-hmm. You don't have the right to Medicaid. It's a... It's a charity service offered by the state government. Like, there's no legal right there. You know, they could take it mm-hmm. without any reason whatsoever. Uh, and I think they should. I think they should cut a lot of those social programs. Um, you know, send it back to actual nonprofit charities doing oh, this yeah, work. That's what you mean. Yeah, yeah, because they do it better. They do it better than the government. Uh, people are better off going to charities mm-hmm. and it's not a waste of money because we don't have the government mismanaging it and you know exactly where your money's going as well exactly you know if you're donating to a charity you know that money's being spent for or at least 
presumably. But if you're just giving it to the government, you don't know where that money's going. Yeah. You know, and you have no say in where it goes. You can't say, well, I'm giving this money, but it has to go to Medicare or has to go to help out, you know, a person with Down syndrome. You know, you don't have that ability with the government. Yeah. Like, well, if we just need to fix the roads, we'll use that money for that. Or, well, if we need a tax hike, you know, we need more money for this, we'll put the money there. Up a little bit. But, yeah, so I like that better. You know, yeah. you'd be able to give money to where – to be able to have some saying where it goes as opposed to right now where you just throw money to government and it goes wherever. just eats up whatever. It's like a big fat animal that just devours everything. You just throw money at it. Yeah. Eats it up mm-hmm. and, like, well, where did it go? Like – just went in the belly of the beast. Yeah, you don't know where it went. It just, I know. you know, it's like it just goes so fast. You know, like oh, I don't, I don't know where it went. It just, it just was gone. I don't know. Up and vanished like a part in the wind. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, but yeah, uh, charities. You do definitely know, like this charity works with clothing, poor people, or providing housing, or helping the homeless, or you know, you, you know more where your money is going. You know, and you can donate specifically for that. Like I have a heart for you know, kids or I have a heart for, you know, whatever. Yeah. Disaster relief or something and I'm giving money for that instead and of that's, just that's really what charity should be. Yeah. Like you can't hold a gun to somebody's head and say, You're gonna donate to this government funding charity program. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not actually how it works. That's not how charitability works. It's not really charity, is it? No. No. <laughs> uh, charity implies um you know, some decision on the part of the person saying, I'm going to sacrifice a little bit to help out someone else. Yeah. Not give me some money so I can go and do this for somebody. That's not charity. That's extortion or robbery or I don't know. I don't know exactly what the term would be. Not extortion. I think it's more blackmail, but, <coughs> but like larceny or. It's more extortion. Okay. Yeah. Like, like the quid pro quo. Like. You give me money or I will shoot you. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, or I'll have you thrown in jail. Thrown in jail, yeah. Yeah, is what, yep. is what the extortion is, yeah. You know, you have a choice. You know, it's not, we don't force you to give it to us. Just enforce compliance. You give it to us or you go to prison. Exactly. It's your choice. You chose to give it to us, you know. Yeah, so the taxpayer has a choice. Yeah, that's how democracy works. Yeah, you don't have to give it to us. We don't force you to. You just go to jail if you don't. Yeah. But it's yeah. your choice. Exactly. That feel, makes me feel so much better yeah. that it's my choice to pay all my taxes or not. Or, yeah. Oh, it's just wonderful. I, uh, yeah. yeah. And that's not charity. That's just not charity at all. No. You know. All right. Um, well, you got something that's really burning on your heart that you want to talk about this week? Any of these articles? Mm, no, not really. I think, you know, I have that Lucido being fired for committee, but it, we, we knew there was going to be something that was going to be done with that. Yeah. Um, I don't agree with what happened, but if you look at it, it's just a slap on the wrist. I mean, he still gets to have the other committees. It's like they just felt they had to do something. Yeah. And so they just removed him from one committee and told him to take some harassment classes. We kind of figured that's what would end up happening. We disagreed with it, but you have to do something to stem the... Because it was just... It was getting... PR-wise, it was getting out of control. Uh, Everyone was jumping on the bandwagon. Even even Whitmer was jumping on that. But I don't know what else to say about that other than just... I don't agree with it, but it was bound to happen. Um, 
Yeah, I really think it's. I know we've talked about this on on previous shows, um, but the, just the the tactic of using, you know, a, an allegation that you yeah. know you can't ever prove, you can't ever disprove. Right. Um, you know, all these Democrats kind of piling on this Republican and kind of looks like a political hacker job. Mm-hmm. So. Great. I'm glad that's a part of our political discourse now. Yeah, it's becoming common. Yeah. Everyone's going to have to go through sexual harassment training if you want to run for office, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be one of the steps. How many hours of sexual harassment training have you attended? That'll be one of the requirements. Oh, for, yeah. For getting on the ballot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're a man. If you're a man, that'll be the requirement. You know, women, I don't think, have to go through sexual harassment training. Yeah. If, oh, yeah. If they run. Not. So just if you're a man, how many hours have you dedicated to this? Yeah. Um, the other thing was about Whitmer endorsing Joe Biden. I, the thing, I, uh, that in itself doesn't, isn't really an issue. I just, she's joining the Biden campaign as one of four national co-chairs. This is just bothering me. Why is she not working? I just, <laughs> you know, she's here, she's on Morning Joe, you know, on MSNBC. She's joining his national campaign. She's meeting with Captain America. She's driving around filming commercials about the roads. I mean, you wouldn't be able to do all this if you were working at your job. Why is she not working? Why does she have all this extra time to be running a campaign in Michigan for Joe Biden? Come on, there's work to be done. I just don't understand. It's like we just always, you know, always being busy, always, but not actually accomplishing anything, always in the news, always... I'm doing something. You see me tweeting, or you see me on TV, or you see me talking about this, or you see my picture, but nothing's actually getting done. Yeah. It's just it's just, just annoying me that we've we've turned into this pop culture kind of like TikTok, YouTube governorships uh, or, you know, politics. Yeah. Where everything is all about appearance, you know, like watch me pet a cow, you know, <laughs> down at the farm or I'll pick an apple for the camera. And, you know, well, that's my farmer that, you know, well, I love the farmers. Look, I picked an apple. Yeah. You know, or uh, I, mean, it's you know, I drove around and look at all the all the roads. I mean, these are horrible. So therefore, she has a road policy. Look, she drove around. She knows the problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like nothing's actually getting done, but they're just staying busy constantly in our face, you know, showing us. Look at me. I'm so busy. I'm, you know, I'm meeting with people. Look, I'm meeting with Joe Biden. I'm, I'm joining as co-chair. Look at me. I'm a good Democrat. You're not doing anything. Yeah. You know, I, I think just that's partially the fault of the voters. Like, yeah, I, we I look agree. For that stuff. We look. We we're always wanting to know, like, what are you, what are the next things you're working on? Yeah. As <clears> if the government needs to always be working on something like. Yeah. Why can't it just shut up for a minute? Yeah, we just, just we bought into that whole thing, and yeah. it, it does bother me that if if we didn't hear from her for a while, people would start saying, "Where is she? Yeah, what's what we're doing? Yeah, you know, um, you know, we're paying her, and she's not doing anything. We would, you know, that uh, on Twitter that would be trending. Where's Whitmer? <laughs> yeah, you know, where is Whitmer? Oh. Where is Whitmer? Speaking of politicians that have not been uh, publicly engaging, yeah, um, so, uh. Senate hopeful John James is now um, in the race. He is. Oh, he's official. engaging now. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I saw a short speech that he gave. Oh good. Oh, where was it? I can't remember. We'll probably report on that next week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's on the campaign trail. He's oh, good. running. So. Yeah. 
Well, that's good. That's yeah. good. And that and that is the problem with our twenty four hour news cycle media yeah. is that if you're not, people start thinking, does he even want the job? Yeah. Where is he at? What's he doing? You know, so you end up doing cheesy things like riding a tractor or something, and then you know, so the, they'll have a something to play on the news. You know, like here's John James riding a tractor. Yeah. You know, and showing his support for farmers. You know, or. Gary Peters wearing a cowboy hat. Look, he's, he's, you know, I mean, just, it's just idiocy, but I guess it's just something to keep you in the news, you know? Yeah. So the people say, oh, yeah, he's still in, he's still here. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. everyone else gets all the attention and you're just like, well, I don't even know who's running against him. All I see, I just keep seeing blah, 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 whoever. Yeah. You know, I keep seeing him in the news. I'm not doing anything, but I, I keep seeing him, yeah. hearing his name, and the other guy I don't see. You know, so. It becomes like this race, you know, where everyone's trying to get more and more coverage, but then nobody's actually doing anything. They're just doing silly little, like I said, like TikTok things, you know, where like 30 second little videos, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's part of the problem is people. And we buy into it. We love it. You yeah. Know? We just, I mean, look at that Bloomberg ads. I mean, he went from, I mean, we all knew who Mike Bloomberg was, being yeah. the former governor of New York, but. But he spent like half a billion dollars in ads in Michigan and all these places, and he rose up to third place nationally in the polls. Yeah, just on his ads. And of course, once they actually saw him in the debates, it cratered. But the point was, if he hadn't done those debates, he may have won some some states in Super Tuesday. Yeah, just because of his ads. That's how we've become in this nation, where most people we just watch the ads and like, I like him. I yeah. like that guy. Yeah, you know. We're basing our entire vote on just, you know, like Whitmer meeting Captain America. She's cool. Look, she's meeting celebrities and she's pointing out problems with our roads. And she's, you know, she's a great woman. She's helping Joe Biden. And and then they go to vote. I'm like, I like Whitmer. She's done so much. She's always, you know, she hasn't done anything. But you see her all the time. Yeah. And so you think, she's done a lot, and, you know. I, got, I was trying to remember, what did Barack Obama accomplish in eight years? And he got the Affordable Care Act, and I think that was the only real thing I think so. that he got passed. Yeah. He was there for eight years, and for eight years, every day, I heard about Barack Obama. Yeah. But I, looking back, I can't really think of anything he accomplished in eight years, yeah. except that one, one item. Um, but people will still say he was a great president. Man, he was on top of things. He was, unlike Trump, you know, he was working, he was doing all, he wasn't working. No. He wasn't doing anything. He was meeting celebrities. He was hosting little galas at the White House, you know, jazz festivals and, you know, and, you know, having Tony Hawk at the White House skateboarding. And, I mean, he wasn't doing anything. He just, but he seemed busy because we saw him all the time doing interviews and magazine covers. And, you know, Michelle was on Sesame Street and dancing on iCarly and, you know, and I'm like, oh, they're so... Was she really? Yeah, she really Ugh. did. She did an episode of iCarly where oh she gosh. did a dance on there. and Just I, just idiocy, you know, but you just saw them all the time. And people confused the busyness with action. They're doing things. Yeah. They're not doing anything. They're just like the Kardashians. These politicians are just Kardashians. They don't do anything. Yeah. Cameras just film them eating ice cream or... <laughs> Yeah, and then and everyone's like, "Oh my goodness, they're so great, they're so wonderful." They're not doing anything; they're just existing. Yeah, and for some reason, we're I buying get, into it. Ah, I get so tired. You know, it's I like, just, yeah, I just it just drives me crazy, and that's what like I don't really care who she endorses; they're probably going to lose to Trump anyway. But yeah, but 
just the idea that she's joining the co-chair of his campaign and she's doing like work yeah. <laughs> do your job like, what about michigan yeah you remember michigan remember those roads that you were saying yeah. you were gonna fix? you're just like, you're just becoming a celebrity no. you're just hanging out with other celebrity politicians and going to parties and getting your face in the newspaper and yeah. appearing on morning joe and, and what are you doing about, <laughs> complaining about people wanting her to yeah. Uncle for what you know she's spending. Right. So uh, I don't know. It's just a little rant of mine. I just I just really hate how <laughs> politics has now dwindled down to. I mean, it was bad enough when it was just television sound bites. Now it's just gotten down to like YouTube and TikTok kind of level. Yeah. <laughs> just getting your picture taken with celebrities and just having a camera follow you around, and that's the same as accomplishing things. Here, you know, I'm always in your face, so therefore. Vote for me. You know, I'm your best friend. I'm right there with you. I'm with you every step. Yeah. I feel your pain. I know what you're going through. I, you know, I watch movies just like you do. I go to Dairy Queen just like you do. I eat McDonald's. I, you know, I don't care. I want to know what you're going to do, you know, as far as policies. But, you know, like everyone's like, who am I, who would I like to have a beer with? Who would I like to, you know, I, I just I don't know. It just drives me crazy. Yeah, that it's just been reduced to that. And then like whenever anybody's asked about like the direction of like the state or something, she's, yeah. Oh, we've got we've got grand visions and we've got yeah. You know we're gonna make the state better and I'm not gonna tell you how, but right. just trust me, it's gonna be better. Yeah. And no. Grand visions. I mean, you know, I've known people who are on acid who have grand visions. Yeah. That doesn't make you a governor. <laughs> no, no. Although I do think. Uh, <laughs> she have to be that be that stupid. <laughs> oh, that's funny. There you go. There you go. Maybe if they don't have to cut that. Maybe she'll bleep it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right. So, this uh, Senate Bill Seven Sixteen requires state transportation commission to tell the house and senate a minimum of 30 days before it plans to borrow more than 100 million dollars or issue over that amount in transportation bonds so yes perfect response perfect response from Mm -hmm. the senate to yeah governor whitmer like Mm -hmm. it's like um in chess you know she did a move. This is like, I don't know if it's checkmate, but it's a definite check. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this will be the end, but she de- they definitely checked her. They moved a piece and, like, you're in check. And all she's doing <clears throat> is complaining about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, these, these Republicans won't let me do anything. They won't give me all of the power in the government. And, yeah. Like, I'm pretty happy with this. I'm pretty happy that... You know, somebody stepping in and saying, "Hold on, you're yeah. not just going to borrow 3.5 billion dollars with no accountability to anybody." Mm-hmm. We definitely like this is this is the perfect example of you know the checks and balances being used yeah. to keep power away from you know people that are seeking to let me let me figure out how I'm going to rephrase or how I'm going to phrase this. Uh, Checks and balances basically protecting our rights. The government is not, or the governor is not allowed to just go and take out all this money on our behalf. And I'm very glad that the Senate recognizes that and is doing something about it. I love that. Yeah. I mean, there are co-equal branches of government. None of them can do anything unilaterally without the approval of the others. Yeah. You know, and I love when. 
I don't know. That's my favorite part of politics when they kind of play chess like that. When when someone makes a move and they say, "I'm going to counter that." Yeah. You know, you're not all powerful. Let me let me show you what we can do. Yeah. And like, well, I don't know what to do now. Uh, you know, <laughs> I love that. And then it makes them actually have to think. Okay, what can I do now? You know, either I have to just accept it, or maybe there's something else I can do here. You know, to you know, it makes them think. I just I just hate when I see everyone just roll over. Like when someone says, "I'm going to do this," and everyone's like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. You know, it's like, no, I want to see you actually put up a fight and, you know, say, you're not doing that. Come up with something different. Yeah. You know, I don't need you. Yeah, you do. Yeah. We're going to do this. You're not going to be able to do that, you know, because, you know, I love that. I love it because they say, I don't need you. I don't need you. I can do whatever I want, the governor says. And they say, no, you do need us. Watch. Watch what, you know. Yeah. You know, watch what I pull out of my hat. (laughs) And, uh. Check. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. I love it so now much. Now she's got to go back to the drawing board, of course, you know, to make take time away from her helping with Joe Biden's campaign. But, oh. hey, you know, she's got to work. Oh, poor Whitmer. Um, but she's going to run on this. I know she's going to run for re-election, having accomplished nothing. Yeah. And she'll just blame everything on the Republicans. They tied my hands. I couldn't get anything done. Re-elect me and, re- and elect a Democratic Congress so I can actually get things done. Yep. And that's going to be the That's what she'll be run for. She'll yep. run on. It's not my fault. It's just the Republicans. Blame them. Give me a legislator I can work with. Yep. And uh, and then we can do great things for Michigan. Yeah. Together. So, that makes- so give me a second chance because it wasn't my fault that you guys gave me a Republican con- uh, legislature. Yeah. It's not my fault. I would have got a lot done if I'd had my friends down there. Yeah. You know, so it's your fault. Oh, I'm sure she would have gotten a lot. And that's what, that's what she's going to argue is that it's not my fault. Don't yeah. blame me. It's, you know, it's your neighbor's fault. Why did they vote Republican? Force them to vote Democrat so you, they can get it done. You know, that, that kind of thing. Yeah. And that and, makes some of these, uh, these swing seats, some of these swing seats yeah. in the Congress, that makes mm. them pretty important, actually. It does. Because while they can't do a ton, mm-hmm. you know, with the Senate still being... I don't think there's any chance that the Senate goes Democrat uh, fully. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. But, but well, yeah, because none of the senators are up for re-election until four more years. That's right. So, I don't know. I, I think even if she gets the Congress that she wants, she's not going to get the Senate she, she wants. So, hopefully, when is she re-elected? When did she, uh, she re- it'll be 2022. I think, I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, but but she's definitely, definitely, I can tell already. She's going to run on the do nothing. Yep. Legislature, they they bl- blocked everything I tried to do. Yep. It's not my fault. Blame them. Mm-hmm. Vote them out. Give me another chance. Yeah, and we'll see if that works on the American population or on the. Um, yeah. Population. Sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. It's hard to say. I mean, sometimes that is effective. People say, I like what you had to say, and I, I, I'm going to give you a chance. Yeah. And sometimes people say, don't be a crybaby. Yeah. You know? Luckily, everything that she's proposing is like, yeah. give me all of your money, and people are like, mm, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah, I'm going to go with no. So. We'll have a clearer picture after November, because number one, we'll have different makeup of the house yeah and um and we'll see how the presidential election goes too because if michigan goes red in the presidential election it's going to be a little bit harder for her to run for re-election not impossible but a little yeah. bit harder because it'll show that the republicans have some strength in the state and she'll have to capitulate give in a little bit yeah in order to win over independence and stuff so so we'll know more later but as of right now i just know 
we already know her playbook. You know, we don't even need to sneak in and steal it. We yeah. already know what she's planning. Yeah. <laughs> and the Republicans should know it too if they have any intelligence. They'll already oh, start do. preparing for this. You know, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I'm sure they already know. I mean, if we know, I'm sure people who are paid <laughs> to study this stuff knows. Yeah, I would hope that, so. Um, that this is what her, her she's planning on. And I, I think that's why the Republicans are playing hardball with her. Yeah. It's because they're, they're denying her everything. Every time you make a move, we'll counter it. Yeah. You know, and so it. it'll force you. And I, I like that kind of politics. I have to admit, that that kind of excites me. You know, yeah. it's like, ooh, I kind of like this. Seeing two, two masters at the game, you know, like, well, I'm going to do this. Go ahead. And then we will counter with this. And then your turn. You know, I, I just like that. I, I think it's fun to watch. Yeah, you know? it is. I don't have whole lot more. No, nope, I think that's it really, for me. Uh, this might be a short one. I don't know. Should we talk about this one from Mighty Michigan? Which one was that? The uh, Michigan personal income growth beats every surrounding state since passing right to work. It's pretty pretty straightforward. Yeah, I, I just started to say there's not a lot of comments on it. I mean, it's good news. Yeah. Um, but I don't really know what we would comment on it. Yeah, I'm not sure either. I'm trying to think about that. We'd probably have to bring in a labor guy. You know, to comment, yeah. you know, in order to get some, you know, like, well, I think this is wrong or blah, blah, blah. I would like to have a dissenting voice more often. It would be nice. It would be nice. Yeah, um, just gives us more conversation. Yeah. Um, and different point of view, because there's sometimes, I mean, um, I have to admit, I might not be right about every single issue that I think I am. Yeah. It might be nice to hear another point of view. I might be like, you know, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. You know, maybe mull that one over, over a little bit. Yeah, more and, and maybe I'll still be right, but yeah. at least now I'll be a little more educated in why I believe what I believe. Exactly. Yeah, you know, instead exactly of just repeating right. talking points that I've heard somewhere, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it would be nice every once in a while to bring in someone who's a little more liberal. Yeah, we'll see what we can do about that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I, I don't know, know if any of our listeners, I don't know if any, if I know anybody who's really that liberal. <laughs> oh, um, I know of a few just. Uh, Getting any of them on the show ah. would be a, a, quite the challenge. Uh, but we'll see. We'll yeah. See. We got, There's always hope. Yep. Yep. We've got a long time for this podcast to run, so mm-hmm. we got a lot of time to change things. As it gets closer to November, it might be interesting, too, to get some... Yeah. As it gets closer to the election, to get some different points of view on the election and yeah. what they think is going to happen. And we'll have to do, do something special in August leading up to it. Like point-counterpoint kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, you know, like a couple different... Points of view here, and everyone taking their on their take on what what's going on in Michigan. Yeah, and then everybody will be able to see that I'm always right, and mm. you know, just listen to me. So that's right. <laughs> that's uh, yeah. <laughs> just going right in there with it. All right. Yes. So that is our opinion segment for today. Uh, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. Um, remember to give us a rate, subscribe, uh, share us with your friends if you like us, or if you don't like us, because. You know, maybe they will like us. Who knows? You don't. Try it. Do it. <laughs> Do it now. Okay. So thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for listening. And we will see you next week here on the Holmes Politicast.